Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, man. Got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you, God been big in my life. I'm not going to kid you. I'm telling you, and he'll do the same thing for you. God, God is a gentleman. You know, I, I want to I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, 
come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this, if you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have, I, I man, see, that that's why I'm so adamant about it. Because I've gotten myself in some circumstances and positions in my life. And boy, let me tell you something. I've had some low moments, man. I've had some moments where I did not know what to do. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't have no more ideas. I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's going to happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes, son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just, is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope, hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me, that something could be a little bit different for me, that maybe, man, just maybe for some reason, I could be saved. I could be rescued. Things could turn around. It could head in the other direction. Maybe I could quit messing up. Maybe somebody will forgive me. Maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. But I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she said, stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, if you pray just hoping, she said, if God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying you start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, the ability to believe in something that you can't see, but the key, though, to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say oftentimes, I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. But just from my side of it, being as real as I can be, be Richie, see, hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key 
to my entire existence, even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, a lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? Uh, And then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? How much do you believe in the things you can't see? How much do you believe in the impossible? How much do you believe? See, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. Uh, no, nah, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. You know, some somebody say, hey, man, I don't know, but I sent this to you. I thought you might be interested in it. Somebody will send me a scripture or somebody will send me something. That's favor. And it always comes at a time when I need it the most. That's favor. That's pouring out blessings. Now, I'm also the recipient of a lot of other blessings, too. You know, I, I've been blessed with health. That's amazing blessing, man. I've been blessed with a spirit of not quitting. I've been blessed with the ability to shoulder huge amounts of responsibility. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you, into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be. You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. If you're sitting in the cell this morning, why why would you not change? I watch these shows about men locked up all the time who wait and they get in their 40s and they decide, man, I'm tired of this. I've lived most of my life behind these bars. When I get out this time, man, I'm going to get it right. Why you got to wait till you're 40? I mean, when you're 40, it's cool. Get yourself together whenever it happens. But man, do you know that you were not created to live behind bars? God didn't make you that way. But if you've gotten yourself into that position, though, see, now you got to do the best you can. But ain't no need to look at it, God being mad at it. We'd have made all of our decisions, got us to where we at today. You have a chance to turn your life around with a relationship with God. What you waiting on? Are you going to just keep doing it like that, huh? Really? Come on, man. Why would you do that to yourself? 
Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life so you can get to where he wants you to be? God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, ladies and ladies, 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 ladies. <laughs> That's Tommy O. Uh, Tip. Yes, <laughs> yes. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Where am I? Where my ladies at? We right here, Tommy. We fine. We're here. We all yeah. right. Ladies, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is all about women. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. What is today, Shirley? National? It is International Women's Day, Steve. International yes, Women's happy Day. International Women's Day. Yeah. So it's all about the women today. Yep. Defending yeah. them, honoring them, loving them, helping them, talking to mm-hmm. them, and most of all, appreciating them. Because I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't even want to be in this world if it wasn't no women. Hello. Brother, (laughs) cash me out. I know that's right. If there were no women in this world, I don't even want to be in it, man. I I, I have no reason to be here. They all left. I'm out with them. Good morning, (laughs) Shirley Strawberry. (laughs) Good morning, Steve. Thank you for that. Happy International Women's Day to everyone. Yeah, good morning, Carla Pharrell. Thank you, Steve. Good morning. Happy International Women's Day. Shirley Strawberry. Hey. Anthony Brown. Happy International Women's Day. Let's not forget the white women. <laughs> Shout him out, Jay. Shout out. <laughs> Tommy Tom. Women's Day, baby. Yeah. Women's Day. Happy. You know something? How I'm, my women I'm doing so serious. If women weren't in this world, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out, though. Yeah. I'm with yeah, you on this done. one, though. Every man I know, you know, if you're heterosexual, you can't. This is not a way you can live. You can't Mm-mm. function. Mm-mm. It ain't nothing, man. I'm out. No, ain't nothing. nobody here but Gary and Calvin and, <laughs> and that's just, just Tommy and Anthony. Jay and, Kim, and Lisa. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. 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 Harold <laughs> Neal. So, so wait a minute, Jay. Does this mean you're about to get into a serious relationship then? That where'd you get that from? What, what, what part? How you get that out of that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What part was I talking when you heard all that? Because you were, ag- because you were agreeing with Steve, Jay. I said I don't want to be in the world without women. What part was I talking when? Let's say he getting settling down <laughs> and booed up. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Where'd you hear that? I heard. That's what I heard. Well, I don't remember saying that. Maybe you did. <laughs> no, that's right, Jay. Ride it out, Jay. That's I ain't very nice of you to say, though, Steve. It really is. It no, is. I mean, day, man, man, it's such a serious thing. I was, um, it's just a beautiful place with women in it, man. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the beauty would be gone. Who's, who's going to do the floral arrangements? Who's going why would you care that there's a rainbow out today? Larry yeah. doing the rainbow. Why, <laughs> why would you care that you're walking past a waterfall? Aww. Why would you go to the beach? So you could you so you so could have someone to share those beautiful things with. Dog, yeah. that water ain't nothing without mm-hmm. a woman mm-hmm. next to it. Mm-hmm. That's so Who's nice. Gonna straighten you out, a woman. That's right. right. Ooh, Who's going to have the babies? Hello? Uh, coming I'm not going to care no baby. I'm telling you that right now. You got to draw the line. I'm not caring no baby for you. All right, so coming up at 32 after the hour, it is International Women's Day. We're celebrating it all day today, and we're going to talk about the most inspirational women in our lives right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, guys, today is International Women's Day, and this mm-hmm. year's theme is hashtag balance for better campaign. Balance is not a women's issue. It's a business issue, a gender balance of employees, and more gender balance in wealth. Hello. Yes. That's my favorite one right there. Uh, Gender balance is essential for economies and communities to thrive from concerts and conferences to fun runs and festivals. Celebrate International Women's Day with friends, family and colleagues. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Raise awareness, celebrate achievement or rally for change. So Steve, Tommy and Jay, uh, we got to ask you guys, who are some of the most inspirational, important women in your lives? Hands down, mm-hmm. Elois Vera mm-hmm. Harvey. Yeah, right. Yeah. My mama, man. Yeah. Uh, yes. Singly, the single best human being I ever met. Aww. I've never met. I never met a human being better than her. Mm-hmm. And and what was so special about your mom, Steve? I mean, I'm sure there were many things. My mother's love was genuine. Mm-hmm. Her concern for me. Her incredible passion and desire as a Sunday school teacher for so many people, but for especially her boy. She wanted me to understand the power of prayer in the relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Boy, if you please, if you don't get nothing else I get, you get this, because when I'm gone, he he ain't going nowhere. Wow. And that was the most powerful. She gave me the most powerful gift I've ever had. She taught me about faith. And you were the baby of the family, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She taught all of us, but yeah. I mean, it, started, I, it did my sisters like just as saved as my mama was. Mm-hmm. But for me, it has been the basis of my success. If it wasn't for that, I, I have no way of getting here. Wow. I have no way I could. That's major. What about mm-hmm. you, Jay? Oh, it had to be Annalee Brown. Mm-hmm. Your, mother. Your mother Brown, man, was mm-hmm. the main. I mean, my biggest fan. The, uh, when I was doing that other show, you could only hear that other show. That <laughs> was like, you know, yeah, I'm to tell y'all uh-huh. a story. Okay, uh-huh. you want to hear the story or not? I was doing the, I was doing that other show, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like mm-hmm. this shows how much a mother is behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You could only hear it in the car. For some reason, the show only came on in the car. At the first part of uh, when we before they came on in Columbia, South Carolina, mm-hmm. my mama would sit in the car every day and listen to her baby boy on the radio. Because I bought it, I bought it this right? white car now. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's the funny part. She said to me, "Do you think people uh, would think I'm crazy?" And I said to my mama, "If I saw a fat black lady sitting in the car every day laughing for four hours, yes, I would think they were crazy." <laughs> you said that to your mother. <laughs> I said that too. But that's just that's just the inspiration I got. Uh-huh. And then you know, whenever I would go do a show, I. I call her in the morning before I start up. She said, go get him. And I said, I got him. And the weird part about it, when she passed away, I was doing a show. And I get ready to go on stage. And the guy said, get him. And nobody's ever said that to me. Oh, it was just wow. maybe a way my mom was speaking to mm-hmm. me. Man, my mom uh-huh. was my biggest fan. Man. I miss her so much. Man. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really, yeah. really. I'm a baby boy, too. And I was spoiled, man. I really was. <laughs> really, Jay? You spoiled, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was an well, only child. Sister with my grandma. That's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's international sibling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It is International Women's Day today. We're celebrating all day. We're just going around the room asking the guys uh, who's the most inspirational woman in their lives. We've asked Steve. He said his mom, of course. Jay, his mom, of course. Now we get to the nephew. Huh? Nephew. Kate the Great. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? 
Kate the Great, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing better than my mama. Mm-hmm. And my mama actually is the first person to turn me on to, to the entertainment world. A lot of people think it's Uncle Steve. Mm-hmm. But my mama took me to see Buck and the Preacher back in the day. Oh, my oh, God. That did it right there. Oh, man. And I had to bug ever since then, boy. I was, I've been Explain a Sydney Portier. Buck and the Preacher is uh-huh. a film back in the day with Sydney Portier and Harry Belafonte. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they, it's a Western. Mm-hmm. It's a black Western. It's the first. first black, one of the first black wrestlers. Yeah. The, the first one yeah. I ever seen. That's the first movie yeah. I ever seen. Oh, wow. And my mother took me to see it. And to this day, I mean, y'all already know, my, my daughter's name is Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's the it's the whole. She turned me on to the whole entertainment world, and I am I'm still in it today, still trying to get it. Yeah. And my mama, my biggest fan. I got my first TV show, Ready to Love. Took my mama to the red carpet Aww. with me, boy. Your mama's so boy, sweet. Boy, Kate man. the Great be mm-hmm. smiling, boy. That's my boy. Yeah, she's a sweet, <laughs> sweet lady. She is. <laughs> That's nice, guys. Any yeah. other women in your lives? Not my like my mama. No, not like my mom. I mean, yeah. other women who may have inspired you, like mm-hmm. your no, my, my sister. Mama. No, my sister hit me in the head with a phone. That ain't no. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my sister really was <laughs> pissed me off. My sister time. was an inspiration to me because my sister was so smart, just mm-hmm. like effortless oh, she... smart. Just, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really, I, I, as much as I struggled, I couldn't be that damn smart. I just, <laughs> no. So you got one but too, Shirley? What about you? I mean, well, I was gonna say, yeah, I, I was yeah. gonna say, well, of course, it's my mom. Uh, yeah. She passed away a couple of years ago, but, you know, I, my mom, I, I mean, oh, she taught me everything. I mean, oh. you know, how to, just everything, everything. I owe everything to her, right. and uh, I don't even want to talk about it right now. Cause it hurt, you know, yeah, it I get a little ch- choked it up does. about it because it it's still yeah. pretty new for me. But, yeah, yeah, it was my mom, and then after her was Diana Ross. <laughs> All in with Diana. <laughs> yeah, but what about you, Carla? Oh, you know, it was my mother. Yeah, of course. My mother, yeah. uh, you know, it was me and her and my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And uh, all that I am, I owe to my mother. I know she that's taught right. me mm-hmm. everything. And she was a single mom putting it down. Yep. And, uh, whew, like you say, yeah. you get choked up you, talking yeah. about it. When that song, I All Always Love My Mama, would come on, I could uh, not listen boy. to that hey, song. Hey, Jay, the uh-huh. week my mama passed, man, we uh-huh. were shooting mm-hmm. uh, an episode of the Steve Harvey show. Uh-huh. And we were out, we were in the garage doing a scene in a car, convertible. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they did it, man, but they played, I'll Always Love My Mama. And, buddy. That was it, wasn't it? Hey, man, we had to stop the show. It was all. I couldn't even go back to work. I sat outside. I could not stop crying, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my mama had only been gone for a week. Oh, Who idea was it to play that song? (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) All right. Well, um, we're going to be in in celebrating International Women's Day all day today. And coming up next, it is Run That Prank Back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Yara Shahidi, you know her uh, from Blackish. Yeah, Yeah, she's so Mm -hmm. sweet and cute and smart and an activist as well as an actress and everything. And then Naomi Osaka, you know, the tennis great. Um, uh, they've been added to the Barbie doll collection. Uh, Michelle Obama is, yeah, that's really Uh cool, right? And Michelle Obama, a former first lady, is getting a sports complex na- named after her. And NASA has announced the first all-female spacewalk 
That is happening this month. I love that. Baseball? Yes, I love Go that. Yes. Yes. First female spacewalk. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do good. it in stilettos. <laughs> well, I'm going to let y'all have that one. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, of course, it is the nephew. He's here to make us uh, smile with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Well, you know what? Since it's uh, International Women's Day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to run that prank back. I, we got two beautiful ladies here. Uh, I'm a, Carla, you know what? You go first. And what? What, whatever prank you want me to play right now, I'm 300 deep on these pranks. 300. Plus. Okay. All right. Choice, you, you huh? could, whatever you want, Shirley, you get the next hour. Okay. Oh, so so okay. thinking about yours. Call, okay. It's I, I on thought you. about it real quickly. I want to hear the prank where the lady went to the park and she found her man and he was cheating. Inspector Gadget? Was, <laughs> oh, you want some Inspector Gadget? Yes. On International That's Women's a good Day. one. She, That's a good thing. Yeah, she was a boss. Mm-hmm. She was not having it. I love it. All right, we're going to run it. Here it is. Inspector Gadget. Can I say it, Tommy? Go run ahead. It, cat. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Karen. This is Karen. Karen, uh, hey, listen, my name is Mark. Are you married to Jason? Yes. Okay. All right. I got the right person. Listen, I don't. I don't even know how to say this to you. My my um. My, like I say, my name is Mark. I follow my wife today. Uh huh. And I right now I'm at a park, and I'm almost certain that my wife is right now. I'm I'm about two or three hundred yards away, but I, I'm almost certain my wife is holding hands. Uh, with your husband, Jason. So hold hold on, hold on, hold on. When you see my husband at the park with with your wife, how long have you been following them? I followed my wife this morning because I just was feeling like real weird about, you know, something going on. And I followed her, and I'm at the park right now. And uh, you know, this I think this is I think she's with Jason. I think she's okay. with your husband. What type What type of car you do you see Jason in? A Lexus. What color is it? Um, white. Okay, that's him. So he's supposed to have went to work today. And this Sunday, and they had some overtime that he's supposed to be doing at work today. And he's at a park with your wife. Are you close to them? I'm not close to him. You know, I tried to stay back. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. She just kissed him. She just kissed who? She just, my wife just kissed your husband. What'd you say your, your wife your wife's name is again? My wife's name is Veronica. Veronica. Okay, uh, what park they at? Uh, they at Langley Park. I'm Langley at Langley park. park right now. I'm under, I'm about 200 yards away from them, and I'm looking at. She just kissed him again. I cannot believe this, man. I know well. You're not telling me that your your wife is kissing my husband. Uh, what, well, how did you get my number? Let's hold up. Back this up. How did you get my number? And who are you? Like I say, my name is Mark. Uh, a buddy of mine named Fitz. Fitzgerald. Fitz knows. He knows Jason. I don't know and no Fitzgerald. Uh, I want to know how you get my number. Fitz gave me your Fitz. Fitz told me he knew Jason and some kind of way got me your phone number. I don't even know who he got your number from. All I know is your husband is kissing my wife right now. That's what I know. Okay, you just sitting there watching. Give me the number. We can change this right now. You sitting there watching on some Spectre Gadget. I'll go and bust all this because I don't play that. Because he said he had to work this morning, some little overtime <laughs> don't have time. Who does that in the park with some body? It's too cold to be in the park anyway. You can't see no ducks. Give me give me the address of this Langley Park. 
Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. They getting a blanket out the car. Now, who does that? I know. Well, he ain't no romantic type of guy. He never take me to no park. But they getting a blanket out the car and going deeper into the park. Y'all cannot believe this. They getting the blanket. Well, what? No, she. I know she. Now I'm looking at. Give me the wine, park address. wine and wine glasses. Excuse and a me, excuse me. Mark, Mark, Mark. Give me the address of the park. You want some white boy stuff? I'm trying to go. I'll bust that up. I don't have time for that calling me all started and watching your wife. I'm not going to watch and I'm going to hand him his ass. Okay, let's stop this right now. Take your over there to the park and give him the phone. I don't have time for this You sitting up there watching your wife with my and you calling me. What kind of you? I'm, you okay? I'm, 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 say what? You supposed to be up there getting on that because if I was there, I'd be the slap that and I've been handing him his cap. Go hand him the phone. Take I'm trying to see what else they gonna do. That's what I'm trying to do. Man, you done seen enough. All that porn that be over there doing, putting out a guy. What you want? Wait to see him. Take your ass over to hand him the phone. I know Jason ain't in no park for no. I'm got my at home. I am on our third child, pregnant with a baby. But I don't give. I'll go up and whoop his while I'm pregnant. I know well Jason ain't in no park for no. Go hand him the phone. You Look, I want to see. Oh, let me, let me, hold on, let me step out the truck. Hold on. They drinking wine right now. I, I, I don't give a f- about that. Go hand him the phone. Walk over there and hand him the f- phone. I don't okay, know what okay. you do with yours. I don't play about mine. Oh, man, they kissing. Mark, Mark, Mark. I don't know who you are, but go hand him the f- phone. Go hand him the f- phone. You sitting up there watching with your weak. Who in the f- are you anyway? Um, uh, uh, that's my wife he with. He with my wife. You must be old. Because if you was one of them big old yoked up black one of got on this who does that? You can watching them at the park. I'm telling you, now I'm whooping that when I see her. I'm whooping your wife. Then I'm whooping Jason. And I'm a slap your calling me with this. You should not there calling me. Got my blood pressure. Star high while you should not there watching my husband with your wife. You supposed to be all on top of that. Yeah, when I see you got that coming too. But I'm I'm, I'm going to find this language part right now. I'm going to get off the phone because I'll be up there. I'm going to show you. How? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody want to talk to you. Give him the phone. Hello? Hello, who is this? This is Tommy. Tommy who? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> this is some <laughs> You almost made me have my baby up in this house this morning. <laughs> and I got two more months to go. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> he know better than that shit. I'm whooping his anyway when he come on. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, he told me, he said, look, man, my wife is a no-nonsense. She ain't, she don't take no drama. None of that. He told that don't me. don't make no sense because I was like, what man sit there and watch their wife at the park? <laughs> what what man does that? This is crazy. But you tell him, I got him. I got him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I got to ask you this, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Jason with this. No, Tommy, I'm going to get you. I'll show you what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to name the baby Tommy. Tell him that for a joke. Tell him you're going to name the baby Tommy? Yeah, tell, tell, tell Jason that I'm going to name the baby Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> 
You want some Inspector Gadget? Did you hear that? Thank you, nephew. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Good her. pick, Carla. Good pick. Yes, yeah, that she was, was fun. Not playing. Make you feel good right there, girl. Uh -huh. Yes. Thank Go you, over nephew. there. What is you? What is you sitting over here talking Wait, to me for? Right. Get on Wait, over there and see what they doing. They uh, they kissing. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right. In today's entertainment news on this International Women's Day, what do Yara Shahidi and Naomi Osaka have in common? That is the question. Here is the answer. Uh, they're both part of Barbie's Shiro's collection, Steve. Wow. Of course, Yara Shahidi Who? is from she, Barbie, the Barbie doll. You know, they have a brand new collection. It's called the Shiro's collection. Uh -huh. It celebrates Barbie's 60th birthday. Uh, Mattel is expanding expanding their Shiro's collection by adding new... Barbie had facelifts in there. Barbie. <laughs> uh, the Shiro's collection, they're expanding it by adding new inspiring faces from around the world. The brand new, uh, the brand has chosen women from ages 19 to 85 uh, in diverse array of careers, arrays of careers from 20 different countries. Yara is representing the U.S., 
while Naomi Osaka, who's currently the number one female tennis player in the world, she's holding it down for Japan. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to see what the dollies look like, go to Steve Harvey FM to check them out. That is That's really nice. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Don't do Madea. That's what they should do, Madea. <laughs> With the doll, yeah. She fits in the age. <laughs> the, yeah, the Barbie doll collection, okay. Uh, in other women news, former First Lady Michelle Obama is getting what's believed to be her very first namesake uh, since leaving the White House. Mrs. Obama's alma mater, Whitney Young Magnet High School in Chicago, is naming its new athletic complex after her. Construction began last summer on the new building. Uh, it's $4.3 million, by the way, and crews are waiting for warmer weather in Chicago to finish the project. Mrs. Obama visited the high school during a visit to her hometown for an exclusive interview with Good Morning America's Robin Roberts. That was back in uh, November of last year. Uh, as a, a picture of young Michelle, uh, of course, she was then named Michelle Robinson, hung on a wall nearby. She shared lessons with the girls about how she found her voice in high school. That's great. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. Michelle Obama getting a building named after her. I know. Oh, yeah. fantastic. I know. That is so big. Yeah, she found yeah. her voice in high school. Some people find their voice in high school, college. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it takes a minute. You know, I found my voice in a car. What do you mean, Steve? When I was homeless. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I, I learned more about myself in that period mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than I than I've learned throughout. Just about that was that was a incredible learning experience for me. Character building experience. Man. I'm sure. What did you learn? About yourself. First of all, appreciation. Mm-hmm. I learned that there's a cost behind your decisions. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. I learned uh, a lot about better planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also learned uh, a lot about survival, stick to mm-hmm. courage, humility, I'm sure. relentlessness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of those, that time when I was living in the car, man, it made me a lot of who I am today because a, a lot of things I was lacking back then, mm-hmm. it caused me to work harder to make sure I wasn't lacking for it anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a great motivator, I should say. Send it out when it rains. Okay. That. Or, yeah. <laughs> what? Did you learn that? On oh. March 29th, we're moving on. Finally, on March 29th, A crew of astronauts will conduct the first ever all-female spacewalk aboard the International Space Station. So that's wonderful news as well. That's big. Yeah, that is really big. So, uh, Steve, it's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news, and here we go. President Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, sentenced in federal court yesterday to only 47 months in prison for bank and tax fraud, a much, much lighter sentence than he could have gotten since the sentencing guidelines for his crime called for 24 years in prison. He got 47 months. The judge called the guidelines unwarranted and excessive for the crime that Manafort was convicted of. However, he did say that Manafort's crimes were nevertheless serious and amounted to a theft from everyone in the U.S. who pays taxes. So, in addition to the 47 months, Manafort's been ordered to pay $20 million in restitution, along with a $50,000 fine. Manafort, by the way, is to be sentenced for other crimes next week in D.C. 
In Washington yesterday, the House of Representatives approved a resolution condemning anti-Semitism and other all forms of bigotry. The measure was in response to the controversy over statements made by first-term Minnesota Congresswoman Ilhan Omar that many viewed as anti-Semitic. However, while the Representative Omar admits to being a critic of U.S.-Israel foreign policy, she denies being anti-Jewish. Also, by the way, 23 Republican lawmakers voted against the anti-hate measure. They say they thought it was too watered down. However, Republican Steve King of Iowa, who was stripped of his committee assignments for remarks he made supporting white supremacy, voted present. In Florida, prosecutors say they're pleased with the conviction of a Palm Beach Gardens cop who shot and killed a black motorist who was stranded, the now former officer, Noman Raja. Authorities say Raja was found guilty of manslaughter and attempted murder in the 2015 killing of Mr. Corey Jones. He faces 25 years in life to prison, and civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump says he hopes this is some kind of sign. This may help prevent another police officer somewhere in America from killing a black man and being able to lie about it and get away with murder. Officer Raja was in plain clothes that day. He was in an unmarked white van when he came upon Mr. Jones and his stalled SUV. A video recording shows that Raja never identified himself as a police officer and shot Corey Jones dead when Jones, thinking he was being confronted by some criminal, pulled out his legally registered handgun. Dozens of hospital workers at Chicago's Northwestern Hospital fired on the spot last Tuesday, escorted out of the building for allegedly accessing actor Jussie Smollett's health chart. Smollett, you know, was treated at Northwestern in January after he said he'd been attacked. The actor has since been charged with filing a false police report. That is a felony. CNN reports that Britain's royal family is reportedly beefing up its social media operation amid a rise in racist online attacks on the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. That's right. Meanwhile, an investigation by an advocacy group called Hope Not Hate finds that only 20 accounts are responsible for 70% of all the crass internet nastiness aimed at the African-American. Today is National Tooth Fairy Day. And I want $5, please. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is International Women's Day, and we want to salute Gail King, by the way. She yes. held her composure. She held it yes, down. She did. Bless her. Huh? Yes, Man, yes, yes. Let me tell you something. I, I saw something in Gail King that I had not seen. Mm-hmm. Cool. Man, that Calm. woman did an interview. She really did, man. Top of the line interview, man. Uh, uh, Asriel Clary, 21, and and Jocelyn uh, Jocelyn Savage, 23, also talked to Gail. These ladies defend their relationship with R. Kelly. Take a listen. What is your relationship, both of you, with R. Kelly? We're with him. That's our relationship. We're with him. Yeah, that's what it is. And we're in a relationship with him. You just said it. Uh A very strong relationship as well. Both of you. Yes, most definitely. You know, how do we say this without being inappropriate? Is this a three-way relationship, or do you each have a separate relationship with him? How does this work? Well, both I'm of curious. those. Yeah. Both we both have our individual relationships with him, and right. we all are family all together. We have our moments where we sit and watch movies all together. We go to amusement parks all together. I'm not talking about, Azrael, going to movies and sitting and watching, uh, going to parks. I'm talking about, is it a, is it a three-way sexual relationship? Sexually? Between, well, first of all, I'm not here to talk about my personal life. Okay. And I would never share with no one what I do in or outside of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, I'm sure you would not either. Yes. No, I wouldn't, but I... But, okay, then. But, so, no, yeah. no, you're next right. question. No, you're right. I would not, but this is a very different circumstance. It's and not I a different it's circumstance. A there are people all over the world who have multiple girlfriends. It's no different. Do both of you all believe you're in love with him? Of Absolutely. Course. <laughs> yes. 
Absolutely. Of course. Should your no. parents be concerned? No. Why? Well, my parents knew where I have always been for four years. They have known. They know that I've been well taken care of. They never thought you were missing, Azurel. They just were wondering if you were okay. Well, my parents have actually came to Chicago and seen me a few times. They've, uh, I've talked to them. They stopped answering my calls. You know what they say? They say that you are, you are brainwashed. You're, I talked to your dad last night. He says, my daughter is brainwashed and he's very concerned. He said he was here two days ago and you wouldn't even look him in the eye. Okay, I wouldn't look him in the eye because he's a liar. And he's a manipulative liar. Oh, my God. This is so disturbing. They're gone. They're gone. There's no <sighs> sense. 21 you know, and I, 23, I, they sound so good. I don't like how I hear the disrespect when yeah, they're talking they're, to her. Yes, yes. absolutely. That's the disrespect, Their tone, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. Very disrespectful. But you know what? That's yeah. what young people do when they're off balance. Yeah, def- they're in the defense That's mode. their retaliation yeah. like that. Yeah. You're right. You're you know, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, when a person true. is getting checked, and I'm sure as a woman, you wouldn't either. You you ain't nowhere near the woman. Right. Gail King Gail. Yeah. Slow down. You're 21 yeah. years old. You you ain't seen what Gail King said. Oh, the attitudes they had. You know, but that was an attitude for, but she repeated something that R. Kelly said. Mm-hmm. There are lots of men I know men with multiple girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. That he said that. He said that. He said that. the same mm-hmm. exact yeah. thing. I know when a person has been prodded and, and rehearsed. Yeah. And this girl was being too belligerent. She didn't even know how to play it off. Right. You attacking me, and here I am. And I'm sure no one touched her. I don't touch what goes on in my bedroom. Here is one of the things that disturbed well, me oh, when R. On. Kelly. Well, wait, Steve. Just hold that thought. Uh, coming up at 34 after the hour, we'll discuss more of Gail's interview with uh, R. Kelly with his live-in girlfriends who defend him right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, before we left break, of course, this, today is International Women's Day. We want to wish everyone a happy International Women's Day. We That's were right. saluting uh, Gail King who did such an outstanding interview with R. Kelly uh, a couple of days ago. And then yesterday, uh, she continued the interview with uh, R. Kelly's two girlfriends, Asriel Clary. You uh, know what? One of the things Asriel said that kind of, no, pertaining to Asriel, Mm -hmm. they were asking R. Kelly, uh, she had asked R. Kelly, she said, uh, you know, the girl, you know, she couldn't even sing. You remember when they mm-hmm. were saying that that, that Ariel wanted to do, and he said, well, she couldn't even sing. Mm-hmm. So then Gail King said, well, if she couldn't sing, what was your interest? Interest in her. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, she was just beautiful. See, right there. Mm-hmm. Well, hold up, dog. But you had just said she was 17. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then what he didn't catch himself was when he said she was just, she, I, I, she couldn't sing. She was just beautiful. She was a kid, man. You know what, man? <laughs> if he really believe he can fly, he ought to get his ass up out of here. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, though. He really ought to go and get his ass up out of here. I'm right. right now. <laughs> All right, so. That's <laughs> crazy. That's out the park. All right, so. Man, the these young girls' parents, Ezreal and Jocelyn's parents, have long alleged that R. Kelly has manipulated and brainwashed their daughters, but the daughters... 
we're, we're, we're telling Gail King that their parents are out to get money. Listen to this. This is the first I'm hearing, to be honest with you, that your parents are trying to get money from R. Kelly. Okay. Because your father told a very different story <clears throat> yeah, to well, me last night. Yeah, he's, he's the manipulator. He's very manipulative, mm -hmm. so he's the one you need to watch out for. But uh, my dad and my mom... They started to send threats to both me and him. They said, oh, I'll put all your naked pictures all over the world. I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to ruin him. If he doesn't send $20,000 to this bank account by Monday, oh, I'm going to put everything out there and then $10,000 after that. You're trying to solicit me like I'm some hoe. I'm not. I'm your child. Exactly. Yeah, you sound very angry with your parents. You sound very angry and very pained. Tell me, Ashwa, why you're crying. Tell me. I'm crying because you guys don't know the truth. You guys are believing some facade that our parents are saying. This is all lies for money. And if you can't see that, you're ignorant and you're stupid as because you want to be. All because that's the world we live in. Negativity sells. Exactly. Gossip is what sells. Exactly. Rumors are what sells. Exactly. But Jocelyn and, and Azrael, this is more than gossip. This is more than just rumors. These are decades of allegations against Robert Kelly. We're not here to talk about decades. We're here to talk about what our parents are doing right now. Right. And what they're doing right now is all for money. Right. Woo. Jesus. Wow, man. I know. That's, that's what they do first, turn you against your parents. Yeah, they man, take you away from I'm gonna your family. That's the very first thing they do. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Right. When that girl started crying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. that was a break moment for her yeah. because yeah. she knew, man, I done said something against two people who really love me. And she broke and she started, and then she snapped out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This yeah, isn't about, this is about, about if you believe yeah. this, this mm -hmm. is ignorant and you're stupid. Mm -hmm. Negativity sales. It went right on back to what his, to what he yeah. his, yeah. his thing was, he said. But she broke down. This, I believe the girl's parents. I really, really do, man. Because they, they've got no reason. To, and like, and like Gail said, this is the first day hearing a parent trying to get some money. You yeah, know. your parents are saying they're going to extort money from you by this putting so naked sad. pictures right. of, you know what of their she child said, uh, out? What? You know, they also had said one time that uh, R. Kelly would support us. He's He'll look out for us. R. Kelly don't have 100000 to get his ass out of jail. <laughs> That's true. R. Kelly yeah. got yeah. 169 to take care of his right. own damn kids. He ain't got nothing for y'all, man. Right. Y'all. Hey, listen, delusion. Steve, I, I just want to get this out there. If, if, you know, if you if you have been sexually abused or assaulted, please call the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 800-656-4673, 800-656-4673, all right? And we'll be back with Nephew Tommy's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject for today, uh, check this out, guys. I was willing to settle for a loser. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. Okay. Paula mm -hmm. was able to do mm -hmm. the, the one uh, the last hour, so it's your turn yes. now. All right, thank you. thank you. Well, this is International Women's Day, like you say, and you know how mothers are about their children. Okay. Don't yes. mess with them about their kids, okay? That's right. Okay. You called this mom, messed with her, told her that her child could not color. Oh, my <laughs> her God. Her child would not stay inside the lines, and she went in. 
on you, sir. Yes, she did. Uh, I on, believe mama. that's your son uh, uh, going back to going back to pre-K. Uh -huh. I think that's right, what it right. is. Going back to pre-K. Run it, cat. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach Miss Thomas, please. This is Miss Thomas. Who is it? Uh, my name is Mr. Stapleton. I'm actually the principal over at uh, Elementary School. You're, I'm looking at my records indicating that your son, Thomas, is going to be starting his first grade. Mm -hmm. He's ready. My baby's ready. Right. Listen, Miss Thomas, um, I've been going through actually all of the children's records uh, that will be starting school, and I'm looking at your son's grades mm -hmm. from his kindergarten year. Mm -hmm. And he did good. Mm -hmm. Well, no, not exactly. I mean, there's been a few. Uh, I actually spoke with the teacher in, who he was under in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he just really wasn't up to par as the rest of the children. Mm-mm. I, I, now, his conduct, now, he talks, but he gets his work. So what else is, is she saying on that that ain't right? Well, what it, what's, what it seems to be, ma'am, is that um, his grades weren't up to par as the rest of the other children. She did tell me he was a disobedient child. No, he's disobedient and talking two different things. Come on. Okay. Well, ma'am, listen, what we've decided here is we're going to let little actually do another year of kindergarten. Oh, no, y'all ain't going to let him do another year of kindergarten. No, sir. Ma'am, that's that's the only choice I'm I have sorry. after you looking. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. No, we got our letter in the mail with our report card the week after school started, and it said on the back promoted. And if I got to get up off this couch and go get it, I'm going to be off because I'm telling you right now we will be in the first grade. Kindergarten wasn't that Hard. I'm not sure what they told you about him, but it must be the wrong. Well, ma'am, from wait. my understanding, he's he doesn't color as well as the rest of the kids. He's all out of the, he's color. out of the lines when he color. He doesn't know his numbers completely, and that's kind of what we need when you first come into uh -uh. Uh, mm -mm. into the first grade. No, uh -uh. what I can show you on this paper, he did satisfactory all the way through. Now you about to me off, and I'm already sick calling me with some. By my son flunking kindergarten. He ain't that kind of He dog. does you not must... color well, ma'am. Listen, he... coloring ain't got nothing to do with the dead gum kindergarten. He is going to the first grade, and I'll be down there on August 24th. Ma'am, I... I will not be able to allow you I'm to sorry. get in the school I'm on sorry. August 24th. I'm you sorry, would... mister. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. And, and let me get, I'll tell you what, let me go in and get my pencil and pen, because I don't live that far from this school, and if y'all already down there causing some conflict, I need to get up and go down there, because I'm not telling my baby when he come home today that he ain't going to the daggum first ma grade. Ma'am, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to refuse education Listen, from him on I'm August sorry. 24th. You know what? I just went back and put him in public school. I know that was a steak in the first place. Fooling with y'all talking about some coloring. Give me your name again, sir. Stapleton, ma'am. Uh-uh, wait a minute. Uh -uh, I got the number. Never mind. I pulled up this report card. I got the number and your name on the back of this paper. I tell you what, August 24th, we'll be coming in there going to school, and I might make a trip around there this evening when I come from the doctor. Ma'am, uh, sure the you bottom line, ma'am, is I'm not going to... I don't want to hear that Calling ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. But his, it's, 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 it's not sorry. only coloring. His arithmetic is I'm bad. I'm sorry. No, uh-uh. Are you working with him at home? No, Are you doing listen, anything as a parent? I work with my parent? son at home every day. What you trying to say? I'm an incompetent parent? I'm just asking, as a parent, are you working with your child? Yes, I'm working with my child every day. He can read better than you, probably. No, he can't read better. I'm oh, the yes, principal. he can read better than you because obviously you read that wrong on that paper that you're supposed to be going back to kindergarten when I know the paper said from his going to the first grade. And I'm not listening to no more of this about him going backwards. Now, if you got a problem with your paperwork, maybe you need to go talk to your secretary or somebody in there that wrote my baby name down. Your name, oh, your God, son's name, 
Thomas, ma'am. I know it ain't him, baby. I know it ain't him. You're not going to sit up and tell me my son is flunking kindergarten. He is not going back to that kindergarten. Class. Don't bring your son down here August Listen, the 24th. Do you hear me? Down. I tell you what, be ready to whip me and my husband. But we will be down there August the 4th. Backpack, shoes, uniform, everything. You hear me? I will not be able to Listen, allow him an education. Are you down there right now? I will come down there right now and can, make that correction on that paper for you. Can you bring your baby can, is not going back to no kindergarten for no coloring. Can you bring him down here and let him color for me no, so uh, I can... you talking about coloring, arithmetic, and all this stuff? No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. We will be down there August the 24th. I will have this report card in my hand that says you have been promoted to the first grade and he's going to have a smile on his face and so are you. I got one more thing I need to tell what? you, man. Are you listening to me? I'm listening. You ain't saying nothing yet. You better say something that sound like the first grade because I'm not playing. I would go down to this daggum administrative office and I had fire because my son would be in that first grade. Who are you raising your voice at? Who are you raising your voice I'm at? I'm talking to you. You're talking crazy to me. I'm talking crazy to you. What? I'm a grown woman. I don't need to be explaining to you why I'm trying to defend did you, my did, son. Did you graduate? Honey, I am a college degree person. I have a great job. My husband and I do well for ourselves and for our children, and that's why we know. You're not even you at you're not even at work right now, man. Listen, I'm sick, fool. I told you that when you called here. Waiting on the doctor to call me now. I'm probably missing my phone call. Can you call her? Because your son can't call. Can call color. What kind of question is that to ask me? Can I call her? What are you, white or black? You ask me, son, you ask me, am I colored? No, I ask you, can you color? Like, no, no, your uh-uh. son can't... I hear can't... some racist lines in there, can you color? No, uh-uh, mm-mm. I, my coloring and me being colored ain't got nothing to do with none of this. Is this a race thing? No, that it's you not... trying to make sure you send him back? No, I'm not trying to send him back. I want to send him back to color, to get his coloring together. I tell you what, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And if you are the head person down there now, you are incompetent and you are an illiterate... Call me and tell me that my son has to go back to the first grade. I got one more thing. You know what? Mixed up. I tell you what, I'm through with this conversation. I'm through with this. Co- I'm going to say one more thing and I'm going to be out here. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend Felicia. I'm gonna beat Felicia's. <laughs> I am gonna beat her. <laughs> mother. <laughs> mother. <laughs> you about to get towed out the frame? <laughs> I mean, I'm writing numbers and everything. I'm recording everything. I'm going to beat her because she know I don't play when it comes to my kids. Okay, that's all right. All right, babe. One more question now. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You can't mess with nobody about their kids. I told you. Uh You cannot mess with no mama about her child. I'll be damn. <laughs> get it together around here. You're going to have to get it together. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, baby, the nephew will be in Washington, D.C. at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. I will be there. That's uh, uh, I'm going to be in the club. going to be doing my thing. Some people think I'm going to be cooking. Others think I'm going to sing. <laughs> It ain't ever been clear (laughs) what I'm about to do. But one thing is for sure, this comedy is for you. I'm at the Jazz and Blues Supper Club. (laughs) But I'm going to be doing a little comedy, too. (laughs) I like it, I like it, I like it. 
I like it. <laughs> that was That's good, funny. Steve. Good. All right, and you if guys. you want to oh, come and see me, <laughs> your guess is good as what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, thank you guys very much. That was great. Coming up today's Strawberry Letter subject, I was willing to settle for a loser. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, I was willing to settle for a loser... Dear Stephen Shirley, I was attracted to a very sweet, tall, dark, and handsome guy, and I was dying to meet him. So I made the first move, and I asked him out on a date. I invited him to dinner, and I asked him to meet me at the restaurant. He said that he would need, to pick, he would need me to pick him up because his car is in the shop. I usually don't drive men around, but I thought, what the heck, and I went to get him. On the way to the restaurant, he said that he is going through a rough time and his ex-girlfriend has him on child support, so he is looking for a better job to pay child support and get his car fixed. 
Since I invited him to dinner and because of the conversation in the car, I offered to pay for dinner and he let me. I saw all the red flags with him, but I did not run away from this situation initially. After a few more dates, I got tired of hearing about his problems and I told him. He told me that I need to be a ride or die type of chick and I need to be patient with him. <laughs> that was the final straw. And I told him that we're not compatible and I didn't want to see him anymore. He called me a bougie <laughs> ass heffa uh -huh. and said that I'd never find any man that could put up with me. This really hurt my feelings because that's not who I am. If I was bougie, I wouldn't I I would have stopped talking to him after the first date. I was trying to have an open mind and do things differently. Now I feel used because I was willing to overlook his shortcomings and help him by being supportive. My married friends say that uh, said that I should not ever compromise my standards, but I haven't had success in a relationship, so I tried to switch it up. I'm just a single professional female wanting a good man. What am I doing wrong? Okay, you know what? I agree with your with your married friends when they say don't compromise your standards, okay? I, I understand you were doing the same thing, so you wanted to try something different. But you knew going in, you saw the red flags. You ignored the red flags. And so this is what you ended up with. I mean, you offered to pay for dinner. You went to pick them up. Um... You know, all these things. His car was in the shop. He had to pay for child support and all this. And for him to call you that after all the things that you've done for him, it shows that he wasn't appreciative anyway. So I, I don't think um, I, I, I don't think he was worthy of you anyway, okay? I think you should just be patient. Don't lower your standards. Don't settle. And the right man will come along. Steve? This is a real simple letter to me. Dear Shirley and Steve, I was attracted to a very sweet, tall, dark, and handsome guy. I was dying to meet him, so I made the first move. I asked him out on a date. You picked him. You went over there and picked him. This was your selection. So here we go. I invited him to dinner. Asked him to meet me at the restaurant. He said he would need me to pick him up because his car was in the shop. Wasn't well, no biggie though. You stayed there. You just, you know, you stayed there. He said he wanted to pick up because his car was in the shop. Now I usually don't give drive men around, but I thought, what the heck? I went to get him. On the way to the restaurant, he said he's going through a rough time, and his ex girlfriend had him on child support. No, your ex girlfriend don't have you on child support. <laughs> The state puts you on child <laughs> support you. because your ass got to send it. And so that it ain't the girlfriend. <laughs> she ain't got nothing to do with it. The state. So now he was looking for a better job to pay child support and get his car fixed. He need a better job mm -hmm. to pay his child support and get his car fixed. So he ain't working. Mm. Mm. Well, he's working. He just needs a better job, right? Mm, no, he didn't have no money for dinner, sure. Well, okay. Yeah. Since I invited him to dinner, and because of the conversation in the car, I offered to pay for dinner, and he let me. What? He he had to let you. He ain't have it. <laughs> this ain't no, he ain't let nothing. <laughs> now, he let you pick him up. 
then he lets you hear this story. Mm. Then he lets you know all of this. Now, the problem we have is you picked this man. The reason maybe he didn't walk up to you in the first place, because he knew all of this. Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't have his stuff in order, and he knew all this. Mm -hmm. But since you ran up on him and you picked him, here you go. He saw you, Mm -hmm. but he know he ain't have his stuff together, so he ain't say nothing to you. You get what you pick. (laughs) So now you picked him. Off to pay for dinner, he felt like I, then she said, and he let me. I saw all the red flags with him, but I didn't run away from this situation initially. A lady was on my talk show the other day, and she said something I thought was really wonderful. What? What'd she say? She told all the women, she said, stop collecting red flags. Mm-hmm. 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 Stop collecting red flags. When you get one, mm-hmm. what you need six, seven of them for? Yeah. Now you got a bunch of red flags in the back seat of your car. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Few more dates. I got tired of hearing about his problem. <laughs> he just he just had the house complain. Man, <laughs> hey, 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 where you going? The movie. You know what else I can't do? <laughs> what, Steve? Ask me something. I can probably can't even do the ask me something. Ask well, okay, something. movies. Okay, how about we just go to the mall and maybe? You oh know. hell no! Walk around. Yeah, walk around. Nah, you gonna you get thirsty when you walk around? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we stop and get a You cold get drink. hungry when you walk around? Yeah, usually, yeah. Oh, okay, we can't go tomorrow. You wanna walk around somewhere else? <laughs> we can't go tomorrow. Wow, what what about um let's go to a museum. That's free oh, to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. You you like art? I love art. Yeah. Love it. You own any art? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, well, we ain't gonna own no more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got all the art you gonna have right now. <laughs> one one more right quick. The car show is in town. Let's go to the car show. That that's free no, to get in. I ain't no need me looking in no car. My my car is shot. <laughs> you ain't need the left. What 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 is we looking for? I, I'm I'm looking for a way to get this car shot. Oh, I see why she she broke up with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we're back. Part two of the strawberry letter. We need to recap subject. I was willing to settle for a loser. The title alone is uh, leads yeah. to a catastrophe. Loser. The guy you met was sweet, tall, handsome, but he didn't approach you. You approached him. Then you find out all this negative stuff about him. He didn't have a car. You had to pick him up. He needed a new job. He back on child support. His girlfriend put him on child support. I told him it's the state. Since you invited him to dinner because of the conversation in the car, you had to pay for dinner. He let you. I saw the red flags with him, but I did not run away from this. I've said before, ladies, stop collecting red flags. Question? Yes. Um... Was it wrong? Because a lot of people, especially young women these days, Steve, they will ask a guy out. Uh, let's hear your opinion as chief love officer well, on that. you can ask a guy out. Mm-hmm. I guess times are different. Mm-hmm. They are. So you can ask a guy out, but you have to ask yourself this question. Him being the hunter, mm-hmm. as we are, mm-hmm. why didn't he ever ask you out? Mm-hmm. Could it be he wasn't interested? Okay. Could it be that he don't have himself together? Mm-hmm. 
Or just could it be uh, he know he ain't got nothing to offer, which is pretty much the same as he ain't got himself together. So when you walk up to these men and you hit on them, quite naturally they think something is up, so they're going to go on and go out with you. Yeah, they're going to do what they do. Yeah, Why try. Yeah. But when you see the red flags, you got to stop collecting. That's right. You're, you're, you're right to send that message to women. We, can't, we have to stop ignoring the red flags, especially when they're there blaring. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. right there, you know, definitely. So you're saying it's okay to ask a man out, but just be aware of what you might get. You might get a Be aware of that flags. you didn't ask, that he didn't ask you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see you. Ain't no fine woman walking up us and we ain't see her coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We ain't never surprised. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, she done came over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. <laughs> man, look at my lucky day. And that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And it happens that way. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, stop settling. She said, I was willing to settle for a loser. Yeah. You can't settle for losers, ladies. When you settle for losers, you find yourself getting further and further behind where you're trying to get to. You want a loving, committed relationship with a wonderful man that has a plan. But when you, del- when you date these losers, and you know they losers, then you just further putting yourself behind the eight ball, you're never gonna get to where you wanna be. Mm-hmm. So ladies, as times have changed and women are becoming a little bit more aggressive, yeah. still at the end Assertive. of the day, mm-hmm. you mean just walk in front of him That's a couple so of times. He a hunter, he gonna see you. Mm-hmm. He I've, gonna stop. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to interrupt. Go ahead. But I've even, I, I've even heard of women who propose to men. You know, yeah. oh, I've heard of yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What do you think as chief love officer? I mean, I don't know how that works. Yeah. She gets on her knee and she asks. That's what well, that, that don't sound. Well, he gets the act of the proposal. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem like a smart <laughs> move to me. But I have heard of that, you know. I, I have too, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Especially with the, you know, the younger women that mm-hmm. don't adhere. They think, you know, a lot of the tradition is old-fashioned and things like that. So, you, you get on your knee, I'll help you up when you get through asking. But I don't <laughs> see no problem with you down there on your knee asking me. You know? Well. But, it, but. And, but another, and another thing, these red flags, I got to figure out how you hide these flags so these flags don't be noticeable. <laughs> Now that's what you gotta work on. How do you get these Ooh, flags? Stop. Well, you but don't want people to see your flag if it's a red flag. And if I had a green we flag, we are trying to help. I know this is National see, Women's why, uh, Day. That's why uh, a lot of people in their letter write, "Not you, Tommy." <laughs> right, yeah. like the one they yesterday. They get specific. But, but Somebody got to look at it from a different. I did want to ask you, Steve. How how would a man feel? How does a man feel if a woman proposes to him? Uh, you, I mean, speaking from a man's perspective. I don't know. I, I would mm-hmm. be thrown off with it. What do you mm-hmm. mean? I mean, you've taken a moment away from me. Well, if ain't Marjorie would ask you to marry you, you going to say you was looking at her and told her no. No, I'd have told her, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just giving advice Break on this letter. your mind. Yeah, y'all ain't me. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it would have thrown you off? It, it would have thrown you off oh, as a man, you're saying? It most mm-hmm. definitely would have thrown me I can't imagine her saying that to me. Mm-hmm. And life yeah. is tough enough, ladies. Yeah. You know, uh, somebody sent me something one day that said, life is too short for me to wait on you to act right. Woo! Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for you to wait. Yeah. yeah. I'm grown, you grown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If this ain't what you want, let's just keep on moving. Mm-hmm. But don't play with me. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what about him, though, calling her bougie, a bougie heifer, bougie a heifer? Well, he ain't got nothing else. 
That was what was he going to do? What was he going to do? Threaten to leave or somewhere? He ain't got no car key. But she picked him up, paid for dinner. That's (laughs) all he had. He tried to swing with what he had, so he resort to name calling. Yeah, and telling her she should be a ride or die type of chick. He ain't ride or die. His car in the shop. <laughs> it died. He ain't riding <laughs> Right. <laughs> so in situations like this, the same advice for women you're saying as well? Well, uh, I just think compromise. that women, women definitely have to not compromise. Mm-hmm. They have to be aware of the value that they have and what mm-hmm. they bring to the mm-hmm. table. Absolutely. And if a man can't match right. what you bring to the table or if he doesn't have a plan that will match or surpass what you got, mm-hmm. y'all just going to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So when he initially told her he couldn't pay for dinner, he his girlfriend was getting him for child support and he didn't have a car, what should she have done at that point? She should have stopped at the 7-Eleven and went in the front door and walked out the back. <laughs> Took her car and keys and called her girlfriend. And about three hours later, went back over there and picked your car up. Jeez, left his ragged ass right where he was. Yeah. Oh, God. I can not only can I not pay for dinner, uh-huh. I ain't got no car to drive us away yeah. from dinner. Sometimes we can, as women, be too nice, you know. Or try to fix try things. Try to fix can, things. Yeah, try to girl. think he's going to change. You know, we yep. can change a man and all of that. Mm. So, yeah. Definitely, Steve. Great advice. Don't compromise your standards. Don't settle. And do not ignore those red flags, ladies. All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Happy International Women's Day to all the women, too. Yes, you can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, President Trump's White House doesn't invite women's sports teams to the White House. What's up with that? Why not? He crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what, Jay? He crazy. <laughs> we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Donald Trump's relationships with championship sports teams have made news several times, whether it's a fast food buffet with the Clemson Tigers or an invitation to the Golden State Warriors withdrawn after some players said they'd boycott. Remember that. But Mm -hmm. one thing you haven't read about, guys, is a woman's team being served cold fast food or a woman's team having its invitation withdrawn. And it's because this White House is not recognizing or celebrating, should I say, uh, women's championship teams. How about that? They're not recognizing them or they're not celebrating women's championship teams. It's no surprise as the way he treats women. Look how he treats his wife. He leaves, he don't open the door for her. Man, this dude, he ain't got no chivalry. Uh, He's the worst (laughs) example of a gentleman I've ever seen. He don't open doors. He walk in front of her. He leave her. She be sitting in the car. He don't open the car door. They don't hold hands. He don't open the damn door. This dude right there. Man. Put an umbrella over when it's raining. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Hey, dog, Trump don't do nothing, man. He supposed to do. Yeah. When the last time they held hands? I don't know. Remember she canceled uh, her trip to Davos? I've never seen a guy so disrespectful of the first lady in the White House, uh, any of the presidents. You know, he'll get out the car and just get on the plane and just leave her. And yeah, I, never open the door for it. Never. I, I he thought doesn't, she he doesn't know that. how. He doesn't, he know, doesn't how. know any of that. Yeah. But when he's if never he, done it. Remember when he but tried to grab her hand that. and stuff, and yeah. she swatted him away or snatched knew. back. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, so. Oh, don't do this for the cameras. You don't do it yeah, any other time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, so that's what it is. Oh, okay. I so mean, she's saying maybe. But oh, the way Obama, well, it's totally different. Obama and and uh, Michelle. Michelle. I mean, that was just. But yeah, he had been doing that for, for the years. Whole yeah. Courtship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's a gentleman. And she required. That. Yeah, right. and and they not only loved each other, but they actually liked each other yes. too. They liked. I don't think they like. Yeah, um, no, it was Melania. Melania. And I don't think I don't think he likes anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy who's keeping that hair piece together. <laughs> That's the <laughs> damn joke. <laughs> he got like. <laughs> Well, according to the Washington Post, not a single women's championship team has made a solo visit to the White House under President Trump. Uh, This is according to the Washington Post, not 2018 women's NCAA basketball champions, uh, Notre Dame, not the 2017 WNBA champion Minnesota Lynx, or the 2018 WNBA champion Seattle Storm. Wow. That's really yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. What's I mean? Come on. Why would you want that, right? President Trump, we all know this, has a history of attacking women by mocking their bodily functions, demeaning their looks. He has called women fat and ugly. Do you remember when he posted a picture of Ted Cruz's wife, uh, saying uh, images are worth a thousand words? And Ooh, that's horrible. yeah, and and uh, pretty recently, um, after Omarosa left the White House, he called her that dog. Yeah. You know, I mean, the president yeah, wow. of the United States. Wow. <sighs> well, anyway, Steve, I, I mean, speaking of politics, uh, let's talk about the uh, 2020 Democratic uh, presidential race, shall we? How many we? people run? A hundred? How many uh, we got? Up? <laughs> well, there, there, there are 12 Democratic candidates so far. Okay. And wow. five of them are women. All right. Okay. Uh, Kamala Harris. Right. Out of California. You jumped out first. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren out of New Hampshire. That's mm-hmm. two. Christian uh, Gillibrand out of New York. Mm-hmm. Or Gillibrand. Amy Klobuchar out of Minnesota. And then there's Tulsi Gabbard out of Hawaii. I can't too because I can't say their name. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar <laughs> and Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, I can't. Uh, uh, I mean, it really is a historical year for women uh, in the House and the Senate. Uh, remember last year we only had one uh, female candidate in that, mm-hmm. uh, running anyway at, when it was all said and done. That was Hillary uh, Clinton. But yeah. She said she's not running mm-hmm. uh, for this race. Yeah, oh, yeah, she running, did make she that statement. Trump crazy, that's what she <laughs> But she is she is participating in, in the process. She's meeting uh-huh. with the candidates and stuff like that. Now, I mean, one of these women could be our next president. You never know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's important to vote, though. That's the main thing. I mean, right, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we can really make a difference. You know, I, I mean, it's no secret that black women. Uh, have shown up in they these can elections. Move the they yeah, can move in the these dial. elections, definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little early right now. It is. Uh, in the presidential mm-hmm. election because uh, I, I, even this year, man, I'm not voting just because a person is a Democrat or an independent or any of that. I'm, I'm going to vote for who I think can get us beyond this Trump four year period. So who can beat them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that's how the Democrats got to think of us to plan. Who can beat Donald Trump? Right now, as it sits right now, he'll get reelected. But they need to huddle up and get it together. Then. I'm telling you, man, because it's really sad because his base has not dwindled at all. 
But now, remember this now. He lost the election by almost three, four million votes. Mm -hmm. So he's not the most popular president. Mm -mm. He lost by Mm -hmm. a lot of votes. Yeah. We just have to tighten up with how we do this because them electoral votes are still what he's going to be counting. And right now, he's still good in them same places he was before. Mm -hmm. So if they don't get this electoral thing together, he's going to be right back in there. He can lose by five million votes and still be the president. And and by the way, Steve, you're absolutely right. In case you missed it, President Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was sentenced to 47 months in prison for lying and tax evasion. Did he? Yeah, that was yesterday, wasn't it? One month less than four years. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Come on, y'all. We got to vote. Let's go, ladies. We got to get to those polls. That's right. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about the dynamic women in music. Manafort, gone. God. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. When you're on that hungry prowl, boys contain that cowboy growl. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Like to have a big time? Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers Restaurants. It's a quarter pound burger with Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a corn dusted Kaiser bun. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, ain't no song like a cowboy song. Have a cowboy kind of day at a Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. Have yourself a big time. Try the Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers Restaurants. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. All right, we're, we're um, going to spend this time just honoring women on this uh, International Women's Day. A lot of great women in music uh, now, uh, great women in mov- movies and journalism Everywhere you look, I mean, women are in Congress. Look at Congress right now. Oh yeah, uh, political yeah. leaders. Yes, yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, art. Everything. Yeah, Leadership. shout out to, yes. to her, uh, H E R. You know, she's mm-hmm. a dynamic young lady in music now. Artist. She won, yeah, she won the Grammy for uh, best new artist, and mm-hmm. uh, looking for great things from Who? her. Her. Who? Her. Stop. <laughs> I know her. H E R. Her. <laughs> Steve, who is your all-time favorite female singer, dynamic singer, all-time wow. favorite? Wow. Wow. Think about it. 
that I've gotten the most enjoyment from listening to? Uh-huh. Yes. Anita Baker. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Okay, yeah, that is a good one. Anita Baker, I've spent more time listening to her music. Uh, She's given me so much. I mean, she's a woman album that I would buy and just listen to. Wow. You know, You Bring Me Joy, Mm -hmm. uh, Fairy Tales. Mm -hmm. I Apologize, man. It's one of my favorite songs. You know, I never knew that about you because you always talk about your male, the the guys that you like, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Ohio Players and and people like that. But I've never known you to speak of uh, your favorite female artist. I mean, man, uh, as a singer, her voice. Mm -hmm. Now, Whitney had the best voice. That's mine right there. Yeah. She's yeah. had the best yeah. voice. But yeah. when I wanted to listen to soul music, uh-huh. and she sang about stuff that I could relate to, man, you bring me joy. That she got so many hits. But Anita Baker's voice, man, for me, she's really been one of my favorite female singers. Now, I tell you, the other female that I got the most enjoyment listening to was Sade. Oh yeah, yes. because yeah. I loved okay. Stronger Than Pride, okay. all of that. Wait a know. minute, Steve. Explain Sade to the to our younger listeners. Oh, they don't know. Yeah. Sultry, sultry, sultry soul, mm-hmm. sultry soul. Uh, she had a resin in her voice. She sang from a place, man. Is it a crime? <laughs> That I still want you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though yeah. you don't want me to. Mm-hmm. Boy, take the lyric. Take right your there. time with it. Well, you don't even understand what Sade did, man. Sade wrote some songs, man, and stood that. Wasn't no dancing. You ain't go to her no. show for dancing. No, no, but Flat she did it. Move, and it was a treat. She can move Footy. Yeah, she did it. And it was a treat. Yeah. Yeah. Flat-footed and blue, yes. yeah. like Whitney. Yeah. Whitney wasn't no dancer with Whitney. Whitney, Whitney, Whitney paralyzed you. Her damn voice. voice made up everything. Oh, man. oh my God, that girl's voice. Incredible. You know, and uh, and then I'm gonna tell you, as a kid, my favorite female artist was Diana Ross. <laughs> the boss. As a kid, man, I, I mean, I thought her. I loved her. I, oh, she was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I just there was nothing her, about her that was wrong to me. <laughs> I now, love Diana Ross. Which female artist have I jammed to the most? Mm-hmm. Okay. That damn Shaka, Shaka Khan. Khan. I knew you were yes, going to say that sir. too. <laughs> Do you hear me? Yes, I hear you. <laughs> Them girls, man. Mm-hmm. Shaka Khan's voice, mm-hmm. one of a kind. Now, you don't redo Shaka Khan's songs. No, First of all, you can't hit none of them notes. Yeah. The notes. You out. Yeah, doubt man. I've had uh, just strong ties to uh, music and women. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. today, the Come greatest on. female performer that I've ever seen in my life, I saw in Nice with Jay Z. Her name yes, Beyonce. Her name, mm-hmm. her name, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. No bring, last name needed. Bring the beat in. Her, her name, Beyonce. Yeah, yes, sir. She mm-hmm. is the greatest female performer mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Her, the best voice belongs to Whitney, you know. Ooh, but Beyonce can sing, mm-hmm. dance, and put on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
that girl right there, man, is is on a whole nother level, man. And no, those are my thoughts on the women. Man. Well, those yeah. are good yeah. thoughts, baby. Yeah, happy International Women's Day. <laughs> happy, happy. <laughs> now, yeah. who, who, who I put on the list of great artists that's mm-hmm. women? Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. Oh, Aretha, come on now. You understand? I yes. mean, the queen was yes. the queen, you yes. know. Gladys. It's like, you know, yeah. man, Gladys, Gladys Knight. Or Gladys is gone. Or still gone. Fantasia in there, too, now. Gladys really is the Empress of Soul. Yes. And you got to head on over to Philadelphia, baby. Patty. Patty. Patty LaBelle. LaBelle. Oh, Patty LaBelle. <laughs> the, okay. Probably the greatest. Uh, and. Man, that doggone Patty LaBelle. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. Just Jesus. Best concert I've ever been to for a female. Uh, just was just a Jesus. Patty LaBelle. Wow. <laughs> you couldn't even get wow. it out, Carl. Man. Wow. Just Jesus. And keep, keeping with the with the the new school artists, uh, Erica Badu, Jill oh, Scott. Yes. Yes. Jill Scott's a bad girl. Oh my man. God. India oh, India Ari. India Ari. Oh. Vivian Green could sing, man. Yeah, yeah she can. Yes, and she please sang, understand, one of these singingest helpers is Lettuce. Yeah. Oh yeah. You better say Lettuce. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean no harm, but when Lauren Hill show up, when she show up, <laughs> that girl a beast when she show up. <laughs> You better ask somebody now. If you get there four hours that. late, you still might not see her. <laughs> but she cold, though. But when she get there, boy. Erica Badu, Erica. like you said, yeah, was very, here. very talented, oh, man. Very special yeah. to me, too. So, There's so I'm just... many, but we got to give a shout-out, Steve, to Mary J. Blige. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. I forgot. Excuse Ooh. me. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm glad you said that. My apologies. <laughs> that damn Mary J. Blige, man. Please yeah. understand. But I'm telling you another bad girl too, Leisha Keys, man. Yep. Yes. Leisha yes. Keys was was the is the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And share. What, what, what did he just say? What? Did he, I'm not. I mean, I ain't mad at nothing he said, but did he? Okay, okay. It's gonna be like that. Huh? Okay. All right. See how y'all do I got you, babe. I got you. You know what? Let, let him do a white woman list because that's what this is. <laughs> that's what this is about. He want to do the white lady list. That's we cute. got love. Okay. It's about women. Today. It is. Yeah. It Barbara is. Streisand, it is. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Come on now. Yeah. Make it work now. Yeah. <laughs> and I got two right. reasons why I love Dolly Parton. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show on this International Women's Day right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, as we've been talking about all morning, it's International Women's Month, actually, and this is the day we're celebrating. It's International Women's Month, but today is International Women's Day, okay? That's how we're doing it. A lot of stuff going on to celebrate women, uh, to honor women. Carla, what do you have going on? Yeah, Tom, wait, hold on. Am I supposed to buy my wife something? It's always nice to bring home yes. a gift. Yes, uh-huh. the answer yeah. is yes. Yeah, yeah. a yes. car or something yes. like Buy that would a gift be great. For what? What is International it? Women's Day, what we've been talking yes. about. No, no, you no, always know you bought gifts on this day? Yeah, no, I didn't even tell my wife it was that day. Oh, we already she called knows. her. Yeah, we already called her. All women know. Her. We yeah. all know, Steve. Y'all yeah. know that, know. And we called her. Mm-hmm. But what knows, are we supposed to get knows. y'all for this day? What is, what what, is? Whatever you yeah, like, gift yeah, cards, yeah. bags, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> is that a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> pin, a pin. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
We don't know office supplies. Yeah, you know, buy my app, you know. Some legal pads. You always need that. Yeah, or shoes. Yeah, shoes go good with that, too. Yeah. I do. No, as we're planning to do some things. No, okay. You know, stuff so y'all can, you know, you know, you know so y'all can keep the movement going. All right, we do have we do have stuff going on today. You go first, Carla. Well, let me tell you guys. Next month, I am headed to Philadelphia with our home station, one hundred five point three, Steve WDAS. I will be attending the fifth annual Women of Excellence luncheon in Philly, along with Eve. Eve, you know the rapper Eve. You know she's from Philly. Evie Eve will be billionaire Eve. Billionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the talk mm-hmm. with our girl Cheryl Underwood, we will be there. It is going down Saturday, April 6th in Philly. I will be there. I can't wait to see all my ladies. We're going to have a good time. So I want to give that big shout out on International Women's Day. I'll be in Philly kicking it with my Philly love. All right. Hey, Philly. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Philly. Well, I will be right here in L.A. My girl, Tracy, it's her mom's 75th birthday. Wow. So we are all getting together. I saw her picture on Facebook. Uh-huh. She looks good. We are honoring. Isn't she, isn't she beautiful? She looks real good. And we're honoring her. She turned 75, and her theme is Pretty as a Peacock at 75. So we're all, uh, wow. the theme is we're all wearing uh, royal blues and just peacock colors and colors. things like that just to celebrate her. Yeah. So we're doing that, and hey, I, I'm excited Tracy. about that because she's been like a mom to me as well, and uh, we're, we're just going to have a great time. And I'll be celebrating ladies at Bethesda Blues uh, and Jazz, Jazz Supper Club. Uh, we Friday. can't have nothing. Why he got to get well, in next on Friday, I'm going to be celebrating oh, ladies. I know. There's going to be some ladies there. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I, I mean, it would be a good time to honor ladies. People. What? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, yeah. uh, they ain't got no day. Steve, that's, isn't that Mar- is that the lep- March 17th? Lep- yeah, yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Did you yeah, just come? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 hold no. on, Steve. She what said, did you just say, sir? Inside voice. She said outside. it. <laughs> I was no, no, she said it? March, you know, leprechauns. St. <gasps> Patty's Day. You said leprechaun. Yeah, leprechaun. Magically delicious. I'm so lucky, John. He's way taller than a leprechaun. Now, come Thank on. Thank you. Yeah, he damn near Lilliputian. No, you know them little putians at Gulliver's Island. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I told you to be quiet, Tommy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Tommy, love you. Whatever. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is International Women's Day, and this mm-hmm. year's theme is hashtag Balance for Better campaign. Balance is not a women's issue. It's a business issue, a gender balance of employees, and more gender balance in wealth. Hello. Yes. That's my favorite one right there. Uh, Gender balance is essential for economies and communities to thrive, from concerts and conferences to fun runs and festivals. Celebrate International Women's Day with friends, family, and colleagues. Uh, uh, raise awareness, celebrate achievement, or rally for change. So, Steve, Tommy, and Jay, uh, we got to ask you guys: Who are some of the most inspirational, important women in your lives? Hands down, mm-hmm. Illois Vera mm-hmm. Harvey. Yeah, right. Yeah, my mama, man. Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. Singly, the single best human being I ever met. Aww. I've never met. I never met a human being better than her. Mm-hmm. 
And, and what was so special about your mom, Steve? I mean, I'm sure there were many things. My mother's love was genuine. Mm-hmm. Her concern for me, her incredible passion and desire as a Sunday school teacher for so many people, but for especially her boy. Aww. She wanted me to understand the power of prayer in the relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And boy, if you please, if you don't get nothing else I get, you get this cause when I'm gone, he, he ain't going nowhere. Wow. And that was the most powerful. She gave me the most powerful gift I've ever had. She taught me about faith. And you were the baby of the family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She taught all of us, but yeah. I mean, it, started, I, it did my sisters like just as saved as my mama was. Mm-hmm. But for me, it has been the basis of my success. If it wasn't for that, I, I have no way of getting here. Wow. I have no way I could have got here. That's major. What about mm-hmm. you, Jay? Oh, it had to be Annie Lee Brown. Mm-hmm. Your, mother. Your mother Brown, man, was mm-hmm. the main, I mean, my biggest fan. The, uh, when I was doing that other show, you could only hear that other show. I'm going to tell y'all a story. Okay, uh-huh. you want to hear the story or not? I was doing, the, I was doing that other show, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like, mm-hmm. this shows how much a mother is behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You could only hear it in the car. For some reason, the show only came on in the car. At the first part of uh, when we before they came on in Columbia, South Carolina, mm-hmm. my mama would sit in the car every day and listen to her baby boy on the radio. Because I bought it, I bought it this right? white car. Now mm-hmm. here's the here's the funny part. She said to me, "Do you think people uh, would think I'm crazy?" And I said to my mama. If I saw a fat black lady sitting in the car every day laughing for four hours, yes, I would think they were crazy. <laughs> you said that to your mother? <laughs> but that's just that's just the inspiration I got. Uh-huh. And then, you know, whenever I would go do a show, I'd, I'd call her in the morning before I start up. She'd say, go get him. And I said, I got him. And the weird part about it, when she passed away, I was doing a show. And I'd get ready to go on stage. And the guy said, get him. And nobody's ever said that to me. Oh, it was just wow. maybe a way my mom was speaking to mm-hmm. me. Man, my mom uh-huh. was my biggest fan. Man. I miss her so much. Man. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really, yeah. really. It is International Women's Day today. We're <laughs> celebrating all day. We're just going around the room asking the guys uh, who's the most inspirational woman in their lives. Huh. Nephew. Kate the Great. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Kate the Great, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up on this International Women's Day, we'll close it up with our last break of the day and some closing remarks for the ladies, right, Steve? Absolutely. In our audience. All right, great. Uh, Steve's closing remarks for the ladies right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are on this Friday, last break of the day, last break of the week. It is International Women's Month, I told you, and we're celebrating today. Today is International Women's Day. And for that, of course, our fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey, has a message for the ladies. Take it away, Steve. Uh, You know, um, just being International Ladies Day, um, Women's Day, mm-hmm. Women's Day I, don't, I don't know what this would be like without women. I have... I, I wouldn't even want to see it. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, we always use great women as an example or let's say more famous or popular women. But you know what? The best women I ever really knew, they wasn't famous at all. Matter of fact, they were they were famous in churches. They were famous in neighborhoods, famous on the block. They was famous 
for something that didn't get a lot of national recognition. Ain't no days for them. They won't get their name on the sidewalk in Hollywood. They'll never be up for an Emmy. There'll be no image awards for them. You know, they won't see, you know, their names up in lights. But you know what they are? There's something that's so incredible that really ain't word for it. But they have a word for them. They call mothers. What an incredible honor it must be to be a mother. This is something men will never, ever have any concept of. They'll ever, you can't have the notion of what they are. The respect is actually owed to them, that's due to them, simply because they can perform the most miraculous act on earth. A woman can give birth. A woman brings new life into the world. Just a woman. That act alone, that magnificent, incredible act is what separates them, fellas. And that's why we owe them such a debt of gratitude. That's why we're real men. We protect our mother's soul, man. We we protect our mother's soul, soul, soul. Our mothers are the first relationship we've ever had with a woman. It's the first time we felt the love of a woman. It's the first woman we've ever loved. It's the first woman we ever told we love. It's our mama. It's our mama. It's who we run to when we don't feel good. It's who picks us up when we down. When I would fall and get hurt as a little boy, I never ran to my father. I ran to her because she was a mother, man. She was my mama. And all of you women out there who are mothers, take pride in the fact that you perform a duty. You have something that you can do that men can't do. Men can talk all they want. I'm going to say this to men out here. And I was doing a thing on the show today, and we were talking about his chivalry day, and we was talking about how women could be on more dates if they would agree to go Dutch. And I just didn't agree with any of that. And one of the dudes was telling me, Steve, that's just because you old school, man. Times has changed. Well, you know what? Times shouldn't have changed. Because I don't see how it is why to have a woman's company, you ought to require that she split the bill. I didn't get it. What a woman can give you, you couldn't pay for, man, in a million years. I've never required that a woman buy me a, a plate of food. You got to be kidding me, man. Just to be sitting across the table from her is an honor. To pull out her chair is an honor. To open her door is an honor. To be there to greet her when she comes home is an honor. To protect her is my honor. To provide for her is my honor. It's my duty as a man to pay her back for that one thing that they can do that we can't do, and that's produce a human life. We got a lot of nerve, man, as men. We got a lot of nerves making our women feel some of the ways that we've made them feel. Pimping them, playing them, brainwashing them, tricking them, writing about them in our music like they have no value at all. We got a lot of nerve, man. When all these women we seem want to write about all crazy in these songs, your mama is one of them. Your beloved mother who gave you life, would you allow someone to talk to her like that? 
Would you allow someone to refer to her in that way? I bet you wouldn't. How about your grandmama? Would you let somebody talk about your grandmother the way we've managed to turn this thing into our songs and stuff? I'm so glad to see young men dressing now. I'm so glad to see them at the parties putting on suits and ties again, and they done stopped all that ignorant sagging and mess and giving women something else to look at. But since we dressing up real good, while we fixing ourselves, fellas, to look better for women, we need to fix our music too. We need to fix the way we sing about them, the way we talk about them, the way we report about them the way we write about them. We gotta get back to honoring them. We gotta get back to the way it was, that women were treated different because they were different, because they special. I'm not trying to sound chauvinistic and I'm not saying women don't deserve equal rights and equal pay, cause you do. But I enjoy treating women different. It's my honor to treat them different. And I wish we would all just honor women that way. Treat them different, man. I ain't saying you can't make mistakes and you can't break up and all that. But at the end of the day, we owe them a debt of gratitude, a debt of, a debt of gratitude, because they could do one thing we can't do, and that's produce human life. And for that alone, they deserve our utter love and respect. Have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 